We are closing off our worship series today on covenant, legacy, and gift. And we are hearing a story from Mark's gospel that is very familiar to many of us. And so we are going to hear that story again. We are in chapter 12, and we will begin reading at verse 38. Listen for the word of God. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for the sake of appearance say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. And then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Amen. Has anyone here heard of a young woman named Lauren Hill? Yeah, a few. It's an incredible story, is it not? Um, For those of you who don't know, Lauren Hill was a 19-year-old college student. She played uh, basketball for Mount St. Joseph College, a Division III school in Ohio. And um, one year ago, she uh, made a play in a game, a layup in a game, and she did it while having terminal brain cancer. And she, when she received her diagnosis, she decided that she would continue to live life to the fullest and that she would go ahead and play college basketball as long as she could. And so here is a video, a brief video of that layup. The screen comes, the ball goes down to Lauren Hill. I'm sorry, y'all couldn't see that. Maybe after worship we'll get them to show it again. It's on YouTube. So all you got to do is Lauren's layup and it'll pop up. I bring this up today because 
the, the story that goes along with this is so remarkable. As a 19-year-old young woman living with terminal cancer, uh, Lauren decided that she would add more meaning to her life and hopefully the lives of others by raising money for pediatric cancer research. And her number was 22. And she decided that um, she would try to raise as much money as possible. Uh, she was not able to play basketball much past when we see this video. And indeed, you heard the announcer say, this is a layup that people would remember forever. And so she died in April. And her friends, her family, her loved ones have continued to raise money, and they made $2.2 million their goal to raise it by this weekend. This weekend was the one-year anniversary of that layup. And as of Friday, I believe they had hit $1.8 million. For a young woman, 19 years old, living with this kind of horrible disease, the power and choice that is behind that is stunning. That she chose to summon her own power and her own agency to create a legacy and to create um, funds by which continued research could happen. And it leads me to think about this story of the widow in a new way. Um, I have never preached on this text. I've never preached on this text because I have heard it preached on in the past, and I wasn't too thrilled by how it was used. Uh, sometimes been used as kind of a gentle hint, you know, to give more to the church budget. And um, also has been used uh, kind of as a verbal bludgeoning to congregations to give more. Look at the example of this widow who gave all she had. Hello. I heard you telling my story and I thought that maybe we could just have a minute to talk. I would welcome that. I would welcome that. I heard you telling my story and I was wondering, what do you know about me? Do you know my name? I don't know your name. Your name is not in the story. Do you know if I'm old or young? Do you know if I have friends who help me? Do you know if I have a family who loves me, children, or maybe I'm alone in the world. I don't know any of those things. The story doesn't tell us. Do you know if I'm rich or poor? The story does tell us you're poor. Poor. The story says I'm poor. Poor in things. Poor in possessions. Poor in possessions. And poor. But how often have you heard the story told as in poor, poor widow? As if I'm someone to be pitied. Mm. Mm. And, and, 
Then can you tell us how you would like to be remembered? I was a woman who walked humbly with her God into the place of worship. And I had in my pocket that day two coins, and they were my coins. And I could choose what to do with those coins. My coins. There is power in that. I could find something that means something to me. And I could choose to support that thing with my gift. And maybe my gift is those two coins, or maybe my gift my gift is the smile I give to a friend who I miss. Or maybe, maybe my gift is my thoughts or the work of my hands. But they are all, all of them, given from the heart. And and the gift given from the heart, two coins can be as many as 200 coins in the eyes of watching me that day. I had no idea that Jesus reckoned my gift worth more than all of the handfuls of gold and silver given to the treasury. But as it turns out, that was a big day for me. I made the book. (laughs) I made the book two times. Gospel of Mark, Gospel Look, two times, there's a legacy there. There's a legacy. So, preacher, I wonder if you could do something for me. What is that? When you tell my story, will you use it to build people up? Tell them that they have value and that they have power. And, preacher, please don't make me sound poor. I will promise to do that. Thank you. Um, As we were, there was a small group of us that got together to uh, brainstorm about stewardship together and what it meant. And in our discussion, our precious Kim Ingram, who just brought the widow to life for us, cracked this text open. And she said, if we were to send that widow to a financial planner, and she told the financial planner, I'm going to give my last two coins, the financial planner would say, don't do that. It's not wise. 
And then the observation was made that that is her legacy. And she also was exercising her power and her agency, even as a widow in ancient Israel. She chose to give those two coins that she had in her pocket. And Jesus saw her. And because Jesus saw her, we know her story. Even though we don't know her name, we don't know her life circumstances, but we have seen her come to life before us as a person who has responded to life out of her generosity because what God had done for her and because of who God was to her. The point of this story is not to make us feel guilty. It's not to shame us into giving more, I don't think, because we know our life circumstances God knows our life circumstances, but what it does encourage us to do is to exercise our own power and agency and our own choice in giving to God because God has given so abundantly to us. Jesus saw her that day, and because Jesus saw her, we know her story. Thanks be to God. Amen.